Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. I'm Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. How many times does it happen in a day on social media from personal sites like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, to business networking sites like LinkedIn, a sort of, kind of most of the time, business networking location? People take offense. People just simply take offense, oftentimes on purpose. Actually, it seems many almost want to be offended every day about something anything for well if we're honest things that are not really that significant in the whole scheme of things we need to address this far too many people bring themselves to this bizarre worked up state where this that or the other is grossly offensive it's racist it's sexist it's misogynist or whatever and they present themselves in the public sphere as really and truly offended and they say things like, quote unquote, now's the time to take a stand or quote unquote, I'm going to make that social media post with hashtags like at enough is enough at silent no more while blaring twisted sister hairband music from the 80s in the background. And we can all hear we're not going to take it anymore or whatever silly buzz phrase of the day of the in crowd social media slash mainstream media talking point talking heads are are using to articulate their profound offense du jour of the day or maybe even a very snide condescending meme will do the trick or maybe a thread of a very sternly written letter to a company politician or media company will do the trick but oh the offended will be heard. Yes, they will be heard and change will be upon us. The world will hear me roar on Twitter, on Facebook, Facebook Live, and oh yes, they will listen. Justice is going to be served, the perpetrators punished, and that warm endorphin flow of being right will be acknowledged. All right, so there's enough of a initial rant, but really... Come on now. Okay, stop. Let's just stop. Can everyone just slow down with this perpetual state of being offended all the time over anything? There's actually a rather heated and comical battle that is raging right now in America that many are aware of, but possibly not everyone, where the easily offended class are up in arms. And it is of incredible significance to the life of America and the world as we know it right now. And if you're not familiar with the debate, it's this. Should Jill Biden demand the use of the of the public to refer to her as First Lady Jill Biden or Dr. Jill Biden? I mean, this is incredibly important for sure. I'm sure that there are some already offended that I'm not offended at this horrible slight at Dr. Jill Biden, since I work in higher education and I hold a PhD. The story catches my attention, though, and I've watched it ferment for the last few weeks because the debate is, well, it's utterly ridiculous and not really worth 
a second of time. Those that know me or even hear my intro to the podcast, I have a doctorate degree. As common practice, if it's connected to my profession or my title, I do use the doctor title as in my intro, Dr. David Hopkins, humanities professor, but never, ever outside of anything do I do on a formal professional level, do I ever walk around introducing myself at a social gathering as Dr. Hopkins. I don't, I don't put it on my mail, my personal accounts, my anything actually. And, and I would, I would never dream of in general introducing myself in, in just a generic social situation by Dr. Hopkins. It, it seems pretentious and well, it seems silly to me. As I doubt there are many in any environment outside of their work in the in just a social gathering that would use the title and say, Hi, I'm James Doe, certified professional accountant, or Hi, I'm John Doe, project management professional. It seems silly and it seems superfluous to me, but hey, to each their own with whatever title they want to throw around in whatever situation they choose to do so. Jill Biden she holds a doctorate in education. But her insistence on being referred to as Dr. Jill Bryden, it's touched off kind of a political and a media uproar over whether that makes her a courageous feminist role model of higher education or a or just some sort of a pretentious credential snob. Her title became a cause celeb after Joseph Epstein suggested in a Wall Street Journal article that she lose the doctor title, telling her it sounds and feels fraudulent, uh, not to say a touch comic. That were the exact words he used. Of course, as seeming everything is political, those offended almost certainly seem to break down between far left and far right talking points from the propaganda media machines and has been decreed as sexist, offensive, and patronizing, and others offended she would be such a stuck-up snob and use it as if any of it matters. I marvel at how worked up and offended so many people get on so many things with so little actual value to anything except just expressing being offended on social media. But why, oh why, do we... Uh, the collective society, do we invest so much time in our modern world in being offended? I have no idea how many tens of thousands of words have been posted by academics, business people, self-proclaimed liberals and conservatives on LinkedIn and other sites just so they can be offended and express their offense over one silly little op-ed article in the Wall Street Journal. As if this was a veritable burning of EDDs and PhDs all across the country. If people would just stop and breathe, did the op-ed or did this op-ed writer, uh, Joseph Epstein, did he really even care all that much about Jill Biden using the title? Or did he just know for a fact while writing he would just dig up under the skin of liberals and educators who love to blather and blither here, there, and everywhere about anything. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just sad that far too many take the bait on such an irrelevant and superficial topic. If you earned an EDD or a PhD or a JD or any credential whatsoever, 
great job. It isn't easy. And few get it. And it's hard to get. And like pretty much everyone working on advanced degrees, if you're listening and you have one of those titles, you probably had to balance work and family and financial concerns, etc., etc. This is what people do in the modern times when we go to college. Pretty much all people do when they get advanced degrees, myself included. But we don't need to toot our own horns about this. We don't need to do the look at me, look at me thing. We're supposed to be the ones educated enough to look down on the pettiness and silliness of this op-ed writer. And, And he was condescending and he was silly. That's not the point of this. But that's his opinion. So what? Who cares? If Jill Biden chooses to call herself First Lady Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, or or Dr. First Lady Jill Biden, or First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, I really, truly could care less. It's a title. It's a credential. It doesn't make her or break her. And if she feels it does, she probably needs to look a bit deeper into herself. I have the luxury of time separating me from my degrees. It's been nearly 20 years since I earned the doctorate degree. So the challenges are not as fresh in my mind, but I do remember the countless hours on it. But by no means would I allow a writer or an author or anyone draw me into a debate on the value or invalidity of a credential I earned. My PhD dissertation was about 230 pages long. But if somebody else's was 150 and they got their degree, who cares? It's creating drama for nothing but drama's sake. So there has to be something more to this culture of being offended all the time. And I want to transition from the recent, I'm offended on the title of Dr. Jill Biden, to a more generalized look at people as there seems to be something very bizarre in the human psyche going on here. Why do people get so offended so very easily? Could it be maybe the crazy weirdness of the modern human mind always seeking out activity actually to some degree wants to be in a constant state of being offended? For example, there are people on Twitter who follow others on Twitter that they find to be incredibly annoying. It's not hard to find a person or two or three or four to follow who constantly share self-congratulatory, egocentric, ridiculous, offensive tweets, political off-the-wall comments. They cause people to roll their eyes, to smirk, to scoff, and, and wonder what in the world would make a human being say such a ridiculous thing. I mean, anyone, anytime. To avoid the annoyance can simply click the unfollow button, but yet, but yet millions don't. How does that even make sense? Or consider this paradox. The propaganda machines called the cable news, and you know I hate the cable news, millions profess to hating the media. Polls show we trust them less than Congress. A wonderful achievement for the propaganda machines called news, uh, because that's really bad, but yet... You know where I'm going with this. Their ratings are near all-time highs. And when there's anything contentious going on in society, the numbers shoot through the roof. 
people pay attention to what they say to get angry and yell. Can you believe what the biased SOB on CNN said today? How can that even be? We honestly have to look at ourselves and our minds and why, for goodness sake, we want to run around in a state of being offended. I think there's really three reasons for this silliness, and that's what I'm going to talk about here. So first of all, running across something offensive can, in a sick, perverted way, be a nice boost to our own ego. Come on now, be honest. You have done it, and so have I. Read something or heard something, and either out loud with friends or on the phone or in your own mind said, Oh man, how in the world can that person be so stupid and lost? Are they really so disconnected from reality? What a fool! Jeez, they're going to really feel dumb someday for not thinking like me. We all do it. Even most watch reality TV for that morbid fascination of watching people do things and say things that are not generally smart decisions. And why do we watch it? So we can almost internally say, oh geez, that person is really, really screwed up. And you know what? I definitely, I might have some problems in my life, but oh my goodness gracious, it's not nearly as bad as that person there. Another reason, just admit it. Sometimes it's kind of fun to be offended. And then you can commiserate and you can complain with others who think exactly like you do. You're sitting at a coffee shop or you're talking on the phone or having a vigorous text conversation. Can you believe they said that? Did you, Here, I'm going to forward you this, this uh, comment here. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Who on earth do they think they are? This is the stuff of partisan news shows, sports radio, office break rooms, political talk radio, Sadly, even churches sometimes, kids' playgrounds, and not shockingly at all, social media. Sometimes it's fun to get all wrapped up in the idea of being offended and the gossip and the innuendo and the loud bravado and everything that goes around with it. The endorphins rush up. When you get offended, it, it kind of wakes you up. You're not in a bored state anymore. So sometimes it's just kind of fun to be offended. So on the surface, we show that we're aghast and we're frustrated and we're angered and we're indignant by something we've heard, seen, or read. But deep down, deep down, it can be kind of this sick and perverse way of banding together in a sort of camaraderie of one team and validating your opinion. Let's face it and be honest. Society doesn't really want practical, objective, rational, even-handed, and impartial media. Society wants the drama. We enjoy the drama. Most wouldn't listen, watch, or care about quote-unquote real news. We scream that we want it, but the truth is the people that are getting paid the big bucks in media and are those people who are the most loudmouth, the most obnoxious, and the most opinionated. Media corporations everywhere for decades have been laying off investigative reporters and, and real journalists 
while paying millions of dollars to pundits, shock jocks, and personalities. No wonder it feels like we live in a culture on edge where everyone seems to have a short fuse. There are lots of opinions to be read, lots of outrage to feel, and some deep part of us that kind of likes it. It's almost like we're hoping to be offended. Finally, people like to feel like they are doing something positive and constructive when, well, in actuality, they really are doing nothing. Humans are action-oriented to get ahead and move forward. We believe we need action. But social media in our current technological world has sort of blurred the lines of real, honest, and true action with virtual world action of social media. Real racism is a human phenomenon that hasn't been solved since the beginning of time. Real sexism in the workplace or society is not easily rooted out. And like racism has never been fully solved. It would take concerted hard work and effort and listening and altering opinions, which can lead to action. And there are millions of setbacks along the way. It's just a really hard, tough, boring action sometimes. This action is hard. But being a keyboard warrior on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn, we like to think it's action to get our voice out there, to solve a problem. But in reality, it doesn't move the needle at all. It disappears into the ephemeral world of empty, loud, annoying, and obnoxious words. And it gets buried in a million other posts within 24 hours. It's fake action. It's not real action. But yet we do it and like it because it feels good at the moment to take a pseudo action. What is easy is being offended and posting about such offense on social media or talking to your friends who, of course, agree with you 100%. As surely the worst thing that one could do and the hardest thing one could do is have a serious conversation about racism or sexism or discuss politics with someone who doesn't hold your exact beliefs. It wouldn't be very possible, and most people shy away from it completely. It would just be an argument, and people most of the time don't want to take the hard route, the, hard, the difficult route, have the tough conversations. It's so much easier to show your action online by posting on social media about how outraged you are and decry sexism um, of this op-ed article that I was talking about with Dr. Biden. And, and you can be so outraged at how women are trying to hold, are being held back by men with degrees. Oh, the horror of it all and the hashtags of I stand with Dr. Biden. I stand with Jill Biden. Come on, be honest. You know someone in your work, your family, your circle of friends, who is always talking a big game. They're going to do this, that, or the other, and it's going to be great, powerful, strong, or how many times have you talked about losing weight, getting in shape, changing your diet, improving yourself, and, and well, it just doesn't ever quite seem to happen because whatever reason. The offended culture on social media is exactly like this. They claim a sort of woke intellectual superiority or enlightenment online. But then, well, they follow through in the real world with nothing. Words are okay, 
There's nothing wrong with words if they lead to true, tangible, real action. If not, it's just blothering, I'm offended BS. Think about that carefully. When you post something, and if you know people who post something, and they're talking a big game about how change is required, but they don't ever change. That's why we find ourselves in these circular firing squads that we see over a silly op-ed article. The easy part is being offended and posting about such offense on social media. I want to be blunt here, so I'm just going to say it. Seeking the joy of being offended is a very weak-minded way to live. You and I both, we need to not conform to this circus show of pettiness. There are real and tangible things, important things that warrant your attention, your passion, and they deserve to be analyzed, appreciated, and real work and real action needs to be applied to fix things. But I will tell you this, a Wall Street Journal op-ed writer and whether a person should be called Dr. Jill Biden to the general public or First Lady Jill Biden doesn't warrant five seconds of debate. With all due respect to any of my fellow academics who hold that title, anyone bothered by this topic, it just simply doesn't matter. Let her call herself what she wants. It's nobody else's business, really. It surely won't make the economy better. It won't solve hunger. or It won't make the COVID-19 issue any better or any foreign influences or attacks. So just stop it. Stop it. No, it isn't sexist. No, it's not misogynist or no, or it's not anything ist. It's a damn title from a piece of paper. She may have worked hard. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. I don't care. And neither should you. You and I, we all have our own stuff to deal with. The offense and the offended on both sides need to just, well, move along. I'm pretty sure in the lives of every offended person on this topic, there are much more important things in life to deal with. It is time now to not allow petty things of this world to bother you. It's a challenge for you. It's a challenge for me. Too often, even when things in life are going well, we're on the lookout for something to offend us. Why be so stressed over things that don't really pertain to you? What does posting on social media about your offense of the day solve? Why should a Wall Street Journal op-ed writer have any power over you and for some to turn their emotions into the slave of such a silly moment. If you choose to be, you are free from these distractions. If you choose, you need blame nobody, accuse nobody. If you choose, every thought and every feeling and every emotion can be directed towards a positive and life-enhancing action according to your mind. This doesn't mean you ignore real problems nor real situations. I am not saying that. But this pseudo-fabricated argument and this pseudo-fabricated 
actions you take are not worth the mental energy or actual time in a day. All day long, you can find something to keep you offended if you want to. People are very different. The mainstream media and people on social media will calculate, contrive, consult how to wring their profit out of you by stealing your attention and time and action. And the way that they do that is to get you mad and offended because when you're mad and offended, you become sticky to those websites, sticky to those ideas. And you, the more time you give them, the more chance they sell ads, so on and so forth. Joseph Epstein, he did a fabulous job of offending many brilliantly on both sides of the debate. And then, of course, the rallying millions that had to step in after the initial offense was made to refute, defend, and hashtag support for and against. Getting wrapped up in this silly, trite thing, it just takes you on a bridge to nowhere. I challenge you to ignore and stay away from the distractions and that very human urge to be offended. I have it. You have it. All of us have it. And the media machines and the social media technocrats, they know exactly what that human tendency, that urge to feed your brain with the adrenaline, anger, anxiety of the material culture Instead, just elevate yourself above the fray. Laugh it off and let other people's offense at things never trouble or bother you. As so much of what we are offended at, they are either things grossly exaggerated or things without reason or things that are just rambling rabbit holes that are very hard to escape. The doctor... Jill Biden issue is one of those. I don't know what tasks or activities you need to stay focused in your life, school, family, uh, full-time work, whatever it might be, but serve the most important things in your life and stay focused on your personal self-actualization, helping other people, whatever it is. And it's best to leave that feigned outrage of being offended alone as there literally is no end to this. So, back to our example one more time on Dr. Joe Biden, or Joe Biden, or First Lady J Joe Biden. The offense can never be solved. It's a rabbit hole. For those who say it isn't a real doctorate degree because it's an EDD instead of a PhD, or an MD, or a JD. Well, hold on. Some may say an EDD from her school is better than a PhD from another school. Well, hold on there. She had an easy committee because of her last name, but an EDD with Professor X, Y, or Z as the dissertation chair means it's really valid and important. Well, hold on. An MD from some overseas medical school is garbage compared to a PhD in XYZ stateside university. So you see the silly, stupid, insipid mess you can get into by being offended on a credential? You end up in a big old pit of quicksand of higher education degrees, degree types, quality of degrees, dissertation committees, dissertation lengths, types of dissertations, degree committees, who gets to determine the quality, blah, blah, blah. Enough, enough, enough. There's no end to it. There, There's no way to, to do anything with it. So just stop it. Many, probably partisans on the left will say, 
Hell yeah, she's Dr. Biden. On the right, they'll probably say, it's ridiculous. She isn't really a doctor. Only an MD is really a doctor. And this argument has no solution. It's, a, it's, it's opinion. For many loaded down with the typical political partisan talking points, no solution is available. No action can fix this debate. So how about everyone have their opinion, keep their opinion, and spend real time and real action doing something valuable? So to conclude, how about we not bother with it? There are probably many outside of higher ed circles that barely even knew this, this debate has been raging. Yet others have been vastly and deeply offended. I'm just aware of this because I'm in the higher education space. This happens in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of different topics. We just used the Dr. Biden issue. But you, you and I know there's always something out there, some company, some person, some Twitter post, some whatever, where people become offended and they end up in the exact same circular firing squads. How about we just stop with the offended crap and focus on doing the right thing at the best of our abilities and treating others as we would like to be treated and resist that urge to be offended. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found value. We can choose to live a life in a state of being offended all the time, or we can choose to stay positive, uplifting, focused, and encouraged, encouraging to other people. I hope you choose to stay away from the being offended crowd. Remember, I generally publish new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So if you click like or follow, you will be alerted when new episodes come available. Until the next episode, I hope you have a wonderful week.